God is good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Man, so good to have you guys here tonight. Hallelujah. Welcome out to Heritage of Faith. And if you're new here on a Wednesday night, what Wednesday nights is all about is, is, is discipleship. It's all about, you know, just expounding on the Word. It's about just us growing together in faith, amen, growing in the Word of God. You know, uh, he, Hebrews chapter 5 gives us a, an important insight, I believe, and, uh, and the writer of Hebrews is saying, he says, he goes, you all ought to be teachers by now. He, goes, this, he says, you ought to be teachers by now, but you're unskillful in the word of righteousness. You know, so he's saying, you, you, you've been in this for a while, and, 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 but yet you, you should be farther along than when you are right now. And then he, if you actually go to the next chapter in Hebrews chapter 6, he, he talks about, uh, about the things that we talk about of like the love of God, judgment, laying on of hands. He goes, all these things are elementary things. He goes, let's, let's get a hold of these things so we can go on to the deeper things. All right, God wants us to go to deeper things. Amen. Amen. So Wednesday night, we, we have an opportunity to, to expound on the Word. And, and, and in this past January, we started talking about healing. And we stayed on that for about four months and, uh, or, or longer than that, I guess. Or actually, from April to, to August, we were on healing. And then since, since August, September, we've been talking about prosperity. Talking about prosperity, God's will for your life. And, and so I'm going to continue on that. I don't have time to go back and review. I will we'll bring up our uh, key scripture is in Third uh, John. It says, I wish above all things that you would prosper and that you would be in health even as your soul prospers. I, love, I wish above all things. Now, this is John writing, and he's, talk, he's writing to a man named Gaius, and, and, and he's saying, I, I wish above all things. But we also know that all Scripture is inspired by God. Amen? It's a, it, it, and Timothy says that all Scripture is God-inspired and is God-breathed so it can cause us to be profitable for every good work. So, so the word is, call, is to cause you to profit, amen? Spirit, soul, and body. And so this word that was God-breathed by the Holy Spirit through John says, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. If, if someone comes to you and tells you that God wants you poor, they lie to you. There's nowhere in Scripture where, where you're going to be able to find that God wants you poor. Amen? amen. There's, 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 there's not a Scripture in there that God wants you poor. Amen? Oh, well, what about, well, it, 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 you know, it's, you know m- money is the root of all evil. No, the love of money is the root of all evil. The, the question is, is t- comes down to, is God first place? Amen? That's what it comes down to. And, and I don't have time to establish the difference between covetousness and prosperity and, 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 and those types of things that we dealt with early on. You can go online and go to SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, YouTube, and you can listen to those teachings. You know, but, but God wants us to prosper. He, you know, if Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were to come down and, 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 and we were to ask them questions and, and, and ask the question, would God, does God want us poor? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob would look at each other and look at you and like, you're stupid. They'd be like, what, 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 what are you talking about? What, what are you talking about? It, they'd be like, you don't know the God that I know. You, that, that's what they would be like. You know what? Abraham, Ham, Isaac, and Jacob, I, I don't think they'd want to come down. You know? But, but, but if they did, they would say, wait a minute. No, no. He's a God of abundance. He, he's a God of abundance. 
He, he's the God of abundance. I heard Mr. Copeland, Brother Copeland, make a statement and said, well, what is the nature of God? And Mr. Copeland, answered, they, they answered, well, the nature of God is miraculous. And, and the thought came out of his heart. And he said, no, the, the nature of God is abundance. Because if you have abundance, you don't need miracles. Amen. I mean, if you, have, if you have the abundance of healing, then you don't need the miracle. And so the nature of God is abundance. The enemy comes to steal to kill and destroy. But Jesus, I have come that you might have life and have it in abundance. Amen? Amen. Say abundant life. Amen. Hallelujah. You're understanding prosperity isn't about money. That, that's, that's the biggest downfall. I, I think that the trap that the enemy has, has played in the body of Christ is to think, to think prosperity is about money. <laughs> prosperity is not about money. Prosperity produces money. Prosperity is, is peace. That's what, prosperity is peace. And we're going to see that here in a few minutes. And so, and so God is a God of abundance. He's a God of abundance. And his under, prosperity is about understanding that he is your source. And that he is a God of abundance. There's nothing in him that is just barely getting by. The, uh, Corinthians tells us that he is the God of all sufficiency. Amen. That he is sufficient in all things, meaning he's not lacking in anything. He's a God of abundance. So, so I don't have time to go back and review everything we've dealt with. We, we have been talking about the God of Abraham. We've been talking about the God of Isaac. We've been talking about the God of Jacob. And we've been really dealing with this God of Jacob really the last two weeks now. And I'm, I'm going to be dealing with him again tonight. And actually, I'm going to start talking about the God of Joseph. And uh, if you have your Bibles, turn to Genesis chapter 28. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 28. Hallelujah. We have to ask those questions to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What would they say about God if we had asked him? Abraham would say, he's a God that blessed me. He'd say, he's a God that made me rich. He would say, he's a God that, a God that provided, that ram. He's, he's the one that, that uh, caused me to win and over and defeat three, five kings. He's, he's the one that, 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 that had a, had a relationship that, that cut covenant with me and, 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 and showed me his desire for humanity. You know, if you really, if you really get in and you understand the epistles and you, you hear the teachings of the apostle Paul, where, 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 where God preached the gospel to Abraham. You know, God, God preached the gospel to Abraham, Romans chapter 15, that God preached the gospel to Abraham. Think about that. And what did, what did Jesus say? The spirit of the Lord is upon me right. to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the broken part, to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captive free. Amen. Amen. And so, so understanding the whole, the whole aspect that, that God preached the gospel to Abraham. Amen. Isn't that awesome? Amen. That is an amazing revelation that God preached the gospel to Abraham. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. That, that, that's exciting. People want to think, well, Abraham's in the Old Testament. No, God preached the gospel to him because he was going to be the father of faith. That's right. The father of many nations. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, there's so many different directions I could go right now. Hallelujah. And none of them have to do with my notes. So it's, hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
So Isaac knew him as the God that blessed his father. Isaac, Isaac knew him as the God that, that, that in a time of famine when no one had anything, that God told him to stay in the place of famine. And don't go down to Egypt where everything else is, but stay here in the place of famine, and I'm going to bless you. And he gave him a hundredfold return in that same year. That's the God that, that Isaac knew. And we've been talking about Jacob. So let's, let's look, at, look here, and, and we're going to go a different dire- direction. And I, I love what Trey preached about, about humility and serving last week, about how he had to humble himself in, in difficult circumstances so God could work through his life. But, in, but here in Genesis chapter 28, verse 3, it says, Hallelujah. And this is Isaac. Actually, let's look, look at verse 1. So Isaac called Jacob and blessed him, commanded him, you shall not marry one of the women of Canaan. Arise, go to Padan Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take from there a wife, one of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. Verse 3. May God Almighty bless you. Man, listen to this. May God Almighty bless you. This isn't me blessing you, but this is God Almighty. This is that same God Almighty that in, in Genesis chapter 17 that showed up and said, Abraham, arise. 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 I, w- I want you to rise because, because I'm about, I'm gonna, uh, there's a seed that's going to come through you. And it told that it said, God Almighty. It says, walk before me and be thou perfect. That's that same God Almighty. So this, this God Almighty will make you fruitful and multiply you until you become a group of peoples. A group of peoples. May he give the blessing he gave to Abraham to you and your descendants with you that you may inherit the land he gave to Abraham in which you are so a sojourner. So here, here Isaac is blessing. Isaac is blessing his son. And he's saying that same blessing that's on Abraham, that blessing is going to come upon you. But you are going to become a group of peoples. Now, I don't have time to, to review, as I said before. But understand this, that Isaac deceived his brother Esau. His mother and him deceived, deceived the brother out of the blessing and caused Isaac to place his hand on, on Jacob instead of Esau having Isaac's hand placed on Esau. So, so, so they deceived him out of the blessing. So because of that, Isaac, or Jacob's mother comes to him and says, you know what? Your, your, your father's dying. And the only thing that's going to comfort your brother Esau is that he's going to kill you. So what does he do? He leaves everything behind. And he goes to this land and he gets, he gets to this place which was called Luz. And later which he calls Bethel. And that's where he laid his head on a rock and he had this vision. And he, and he saw a gateway of heaven. And he gets up and, he, and, he, and he, makes a, he makes an altar there. And let's look at this in verse 20 of the same chapter. Now listen to this. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me. And will keep me in this way that I go, and will give me food to eat and clothing to wear. Now, listen to this. God, his father blessed him, but you know what? He had to leave his father's house and his mother's house, and he left with nothing. See, when Isaac, when, when Isaac re- received from, from his father, he received everything his father had. But yet, Jacob leaves his father's house with zero, nothing. 
nada. But yet God says, I'm going to bless you like I blessed Abraham. But yet here he is having the blessing, but yet he's broke. And he says in this prayer, as as he has a visitation and encounter with heaven, and he says that Jacob made a vow and he said, God, if God will be with me, meaning if what, what, what my father blessed me, if he is going to be with me, he says he will give me food to eat and clothing to wear. He was putting faith in the blessing that even though he didn't have anything now, that was God was going to provide his food and was going to provide for his clothing. Verse 21, so that I may come again to my father's house in peace. Then the Lord shall be my God. What does that mean? So that I may come again to my father's house in peace. Meaning he's leaving his father's house with nothing. But yet he's going to say, there's, there's a, he's saying this, there's a time when I'm going to come back and I'm going to be with peace. You know what? That word peace is shalom. And one of the words for shalom, it, I, I can I have it right here. In a strong concordance here, what is he saying here? The word shalom from the word safe. It also means well, happy, friendly, welfare, welfare, health, prosperity, and peace. So what is Jacob saying? He's saying, right now I don't have anything, but you know what? God's going to provide my food. He's going to provide my clothing. And you know what? And I'm going to come back to my father's land. You know what? And I'm going to come back prosperous. He wasn't, well, I'm going to come back with peace. He's not saying, well, I'm going to come back, you know, and it's, I'm just going to have peace. No, he's saying, I'm coming back, and I'm coming back rich. I'm coming back, and I'm coming back blessed. I'm coming back, and I'm co- going to come back a lot more than the way I left. You see, there's something that you have to understand about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is they had faith in something. They had faith in the blessing. Thank you for that. Amen, Cassie. They had faith in something. They had faith in the blessing. Now, the blessing isn't material things. The blessing produces material things. People say, oh, well, well, I just got blessed with a car. that's, that's That's not the blessing. The blessing produced the car. Or, well, you should see my new blessings. I got, I got these clothes. That, that's not the blessing. That's signs of the blessing. Right. I like what Creflo says. It, it, it's the root to the fruit. It's the, it's the root to the fruit. It's, it's like if I have a tree and, 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 the, and the root to that tree, the, 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 the quality of the fruit is going to be produced on the tree, but the quality of that fruit is going to be dependent upon the root. So it's the blessing that produces the things that you see. So what, what Jacob was talking about, yeah, the, the, the clothes, it's not going to be a problem. The food is not going to be a problem. I'm going to come back to my father's house blessed. Why? Because I understand and I have faith in the blessing. But too often, we have more faith in the curse than we do the blessing. What, what, what do you mean by that, Pastor Justin? When we make statements like, I never get ahead. I take one step forward and I take two steps backwards. I'm always behind. I can never, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm living paycheck to paycheck.
Things will never change with our finances. I'm never the one that gets the promotion. And so and what you're doing is, and every time you say things like that, what you're doing is you're putting faith in the curse. Right. See, when you, when you put faith in the blessing, you're saying, it doesn't matter if I make a mistake, God's going to turn it around. Amen. It's, it's I'm, I'm always the head and not the tail. I'm always above and I'm not beneath. Well, if I take one step backwards, you know what? I'm going to take 10 steps forward. It's having a totally different perspective about life. Now, what's another way of putting faith in the blessing? What, what I, I talk about faith in the curse. Putting faith in the curse is putting faith in man. But putting faith in the blessing is putting your faith in God. Let's look at uh, Genesis chapter 30. Genesis chapter 30. And let's look at some of the effects of the blessing. <clears throat> Genesis 30, verse 25. And it says, And it came to pass, when Rachel had born Joseph, that Jacob said, excuse me, that said to Laban, Send me away that I may go into my own place and to my country. Here Jacob had been serving Laban for 20 years. Remember Trey talked about this and Joseph talked about this. Or Rick talked about this. 20 years they were, he was serving Laban. So finally he's saying, after he gives birth to jo- she gives birth to Joseph, they say, all right, let me go to my own place in my own country. Really what he's saying is, 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 Laban, I've been making you rich. And I'm ready for me to now expand my family and expand my country. Verse 26, he says, Give me wives and my children for whom I have served thee, and let me go, for you know my service which I have done. Meaning you know the integrity that I've done things with. Verse 27, And Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in your eyes, just stay. For I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. Even Laban recognized it. He's saying, look, just stay, man. Just, just stay. Cassie, could you stay a little longer? Because I know I'm only blessed because you're here. And he said, appoint me my wages and I will give it. And he said unto him, you know how I have served thee and how the cattle was with me. Now listen, for it was little which you had before I came. And it is now increased unto a multitude. And the Lord hath blessed thee since my coming. And now, when shall I provide for my own house also? Jacob is saying, look, you had nothing when I came, Laban. But because I was here, I'm telling you, you've been increased. You've multiplied. See, you need to understand something about the blessing on your life. The blessing isn't about your money. The blessing is about the increase that takes place everywhere you go. See, you, you need to come to the place in your life that, that the, the, if you own your own business, your clients are blessed. If you own your own business, your clients always pay on time. You understand that, that if you work for a place, that place is blessed because you're there. Things change because you're there. 
See, too often we look at our jobs as curses instead of it is the opportunity for God to operate the blessing in my life and through my life. See, this church should be blessed because because you're here. This church should be growing and abounding because the blessing is on your life. Your, your, Your property values in your neighborhood should go up because you're there. Seriously, you, you have to start seeing that. That's the way Laban saw the blessing that was upon Jacob. You understand there's, a, there's something about him. There's something on him. But yet if you put more faith in the curse and just looking at man, then you don't understand the blessing is more than about you. The world doesn't know how blessed it is because Christians are on the planet. Sir, if, 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 I'm telling you, if you, if you, well, we don't know, the world does not know what the earth is like without the Holy Spirit in it. Without, without God's hand operating in it. See, there's something supernatural happened when the church was established and the Holy Spirit came. We're in this, what they call, a dispensation of grace. I mean, even before Jesus came and before the Holy Spirit came, there was this, there was this time where there was, it said there was no redemptive revelation of God. There was over 400 year period of time where there was no prophet speaking and there was no redemptive revelation. Think about that. We don't know what the world is like. We don't know. You, you don't know what dark ages are like. We don't know what it's like without the Holy Spirit in the earth. And our present day world doesn't know what it's like without the church and without the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That's a revelation. But you have to understand that the blessing isn't about your money. The blessing is about the empowerment that's upon your life to increase everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Hallelujah. See, but Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they had faith in this blessing. They had faith in this blessing. Let's go to Genesis 32. Genesis 32. Genesis 32, verse 10. And this is Jacob's. And he says, I'm not worthy a least of all thy mercies. Wow. Verse 9 says, and, and Jacob said, O God, my father Abraham, and the God of my father Isaac, the Lord which said unto me, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. But what does he say? I'm not worthy of the least of these mercies. Hallelujah. Mm. Sometimes people have that mentality. I'm not worthy of the blessing. I'm not worthy for God to bless me. I'm not worthy for God to increase me. Or, well, I just, Lord, just give me enough for me and me and my four and no more. 
That, that's, that's an aspect of feeling unworthy. And this is, a, this is that same thought he had. I'm not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which thou hast shown unto thy servant. Now listen, for with my staff I passed over this Jordan and now I have become two bands. Meaning, what he's saying back to what I said before, all, I left here with a stick and now I've come back with two bands. That's multitudes of people. I left here all by myself with nothing but a stick. And now, what does his dad say? It says, you'll have, you'll have, you'll be, you'll be groups of people. Groups of people. See, the blessing caused him from leaving a place with just a stick to coming back with groups of people. See, God wants us to come back and wants us to enter to heaven with groups of people. Hallelujah. Multitudes of people. Hallelujah. The blessing is about increasing God's kingdom. Increasing his seed in the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to verse 22. See, he had faith in this blessing. Jacob had faith in this blessing. He had faith in this blessing. But the only blessing he had known is really the blessing that came from his father that came through Abraham. But you know what? He was so looking to man for that blessing. So looking for man for that blessing that Esau said, my brother deceived me twice. Although he just deceived him once. Esau lost the birthright before a bowl of beans. But yet Esau said, he deceived me twice. Esau couldn't take responsibility for his failure to honor the blessing. That's why you, you see a lot of why Esau could never step into what, what Jacob could step into. So, so he pursued the man. He pursued the blessing that came from man. And a lot of times we, we can get in that same trouble where we're pursuing what man can do for me. And the man blessing that was upon him because he had faith in this blessing, right? But yet he got to a place where he was tired of who he was as a man. He was tired of who he had become. He had been known as a deceiver his entire life. And, and everywhere he went, he was either deceiving or he, he got deceived. He, he lost 20 years of his life because he was reaping what he sowed by being a deceiver. And he gets to this place in verse 22 and he said, and he rose up that night and he took his wives and his women servants, his 11 sons and passed over the ford of Jabbok. And he took them and he sent them over the brook and sent over all that he had. And Jacob was left alone. And there he wrestled man, wrestled a man with him until the breaking of day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint. As he wrestled with him. And he said let me go for the day breaks. And he said I will not let you go. Except you what? Bless me. See the blessing. He, see he was no longer trying to pursue the blessing that came from man. Now he's saying I want the blessing that comes from God. I want the blessing that comes from God. And, and a lot of times people get this wrong. They say oh well you just need to wrestle with God in prayer. And, and they'll preach doctrines like that. 
Same thing with fasting. Fasting does, well, I'm just going to fast until God changes his mind or until God blesses me. No, you got to understand God didn't change. Who changed in the wrestling? Jacob changed. Jacob changed, not God. And so he says, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. I'm not going to let you go until I get. I, I, I don't want just what has come from my father. I want what's come who gave it to my father. I want it from the source. I want it from the source that blessed my grandfather Abraham. I want it from the source that blessed my father Isaac because I've looked to man to give me the blessing. And I just see people to get it. But now I want the blessing that comes from you. And what does it say? It says, it says there, it says that he says, he goes, I will bless you. But you know what? He didn't all of a sudden give him a million dollars. He didn't all of a sudden give him material things. What did he do? He changed his name. He changed his name. He goes, I will no longer call you Jacob, deceiver, but I will now call you Israel. Israel means a contender with God, and it means a prince with God. He goes, no longer you can become a, be a deceiver, but now I bless you to the point, now you're a prince of God. And what does a prince do? A prince operates on behalf of someone. They are distributions, distribution centers of God's wealth. You see, Joseph was the prince of Egypt. And he was the one that was the, distribu- the, the, the distribution center of all the, the grain and everything that Egypt had. Every, all over the world would come to there to receive something from who? Joseph. Why? He was the prince of Egypt. It was the one that would, the authority and the distributor of something. That's what a prince is. And so now we see with this Joseph. Joseph. Understood this blessing. Yes. Not only did his father Jacob understood this blessing, but now this blessing was upon Jacob. Who did who did God who did Jacob know God to be? One that, that a God that turned things around. You know Jacob Jacob's Jacob's life started with a dream. I believe it's Genesis thirty seven. It started with a dream and and. And uh, it wasn't a, a dream or a vision of him being in prison. Right? He, he didn't have this, this grand vision and dreams. You know what? I'm going to be in prison one day. No, he had this dream that he was going to rule and reign. But yet he ended up in prison. He ended up in prison. Let's go to Genesis 39. I know I, I, I skip, I shift gears real quick. But for the sake of time, I want you to see this blessing. This blessing. The blessing that was upon his father, Jacob. And let's look at the blessing that is upon Joseph. And I'm just going to begin talking about Joseph. And Rick's going to continue on next week talking about Joseph. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, Jacob, I mean, Joseph had dreams of being a leader. He had dreams of being a ruler. But yet he found himself constantly being in bondage. Constantly being in bondage and constantly being kicked down and knocked down. So I want to encourage you, don't be discouraged with where you might be right now. 
don't be discouraged where you might be right now because understand, like Joseph understood, he had the blessing. Amen. Right, right now, you, 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 might, uh, you might have a different dream. Right now, your, 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 your dream that you, 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 you've kind of maybe let your dream go because of life. You let your dream go because of busyness. You let your dream go because of disappointments. You let your dream go because of your mistakes. You let your dream for no matter what, whatever reason it might be. But I want to encourage you, don't be discouraged because, don't, because you have the blessing. You have the blessing. Joseph's dream wasn't about being in prison. His, Joan, his dream was about being a leader. So, so, so God knew, so, so not only did Joseph know a, a, a God that could turn things around, but God knew a man that was, was, was not going to give up, that wouldn't give up on his dream, that was an optimist even when he was in prison. You know, what kind of man was, would be in prison because he, because he, he was accused of, uh, of, of trying to be with the leader's wife. And he, he, he ran out of there, didn't want anything to do with her. And he, and he even said, how can I do this great wickedness and sin against my God? And he had this pure heart before God, but yet he was still done wrong. But yet he's in prison for something he didn't do. And he's there and all of a sudden he shows up in the prison and he becomes the leader of the prison. That's the blessing working. You know, he was sold by his brothers. And the next thing you know, he's, he's, he's the, the second in charge in, in, in Potiphar's house. He gets locked. Now he's the leading the prison. And he shows up one day in the prison. And he sits down and he, and he sees all these guys are upset and sad. And he, and he makes a statement. He goes, why are you guys sad? We're all sad. We're in prison. But yet Joseph wasn't. Why? Because he understood yeah. the blessing. Yeah. yeah, I might be where I am right now, but you know what? I've got the blessing. Yeah. Right now, you, 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 I'm not where God got my end result, but I've got the blessing. Right now, you, you, my family might not be where, where it should be, but you know, I've got the blessing. I, I've got the blessing on my life. I've got the blessing working in my life. The blessing. He had the blessing. Let's look at Genesis 39. Verse 2, it says, but the Lord was with Joseph, and he, though a slave, was successful and a prosperous man. (laughs) Though he was a slave, he was a successful and a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to flourish and succeed in his hand. So Joseph pleased and found favor in his sight and he served him and his master made him supervisor over his house and he put all that he had in his charge. From the time that he was made him supervisor in the house and over all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian house. See, not only it, it blessed the Egyptian house. It wasn't, just, it wasn't just making Joseph prosper. It blessed the Egyptian house. Right. See, the blessing on you blesses everywhere you go. Amen. The blessing on you should increase everywhere you're at. Amen. 
Hallelujah. In his house and over all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian house for Joseph's sake. And the Lord's blessing was on all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's charge. And he paid no attention to anything he had except for the food he ate. Now, Joseph was an attractive person and fine looking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And after that time, his master's wife. We talked about that a little bit. Let's go to verse 21. But the Lord was with Joseph. And showed him mercy and loving kindness and gave him favor in the sight of the warden of the prison. And the warden of the prison committed to Joseph's care all the prisoners who were in the prison. And whatsoever was done there, he was in their charge. The prison warden paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge. For the Lord was with him and made whatever he did to prosper. That is the blessing. That is the blessing. The blessing is at work in your life. You you need to say that the blessing is at work in my life. The blessing as at work in my life. You know, the the blessing will do things for you you couldn't do yourself. I I remember when I first got saved, I was working in a in a pharmacy making uh, making four dollars and fifty cents an hour. This was nineteen ninety one. And I'd just gotten saved. I left the liquor store. Some of you know the story. And, and went to this small town pharmacy. And I was working. And, 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 and I got this job because it was, I, I, need, I, needed, I needed a job. So it didn't matter if it was four fifty an hour. I needed a job. You know, and that's, you, know you, have to, you have to, he blesses everything you set your hand to. The, the blessing isn't for you to sit back and do nothing. Amen. The, 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 if you look at Abraham, he worked. You look at Isaac, he worked. You look at Jacob, they worked. You look at Joseph, they worked. And so, and so, and so anyway, I was working. But as I was working, I was like, God, I need, I need something more than this. And he said, this is where I've called you to be. Making four fifty an hour? Seriously, four fifty an hour? And so every day I'd, I... I I took that time. I was working at a pharmacy at the cashier. And, and, and so when we were slow, I got my Bible. And I'm, I'm, I just read the word. Just reading the word. Reading the word. Just reading the word. On weekends, I learned how to do pharmacy technician work. And, 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 I, and so I started doing a little bit more. You know, hey, I was now making four seventy five an hour. You know, make, make it up five fifty an hour. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I would like to say 550 was a lot back in 1991, but it wasn't. <laughs> but but it, it, it was, I, I did this for a year, actually 11 months. Did it for 11 months, but it was, it was like part of my Bible school. So it was like almost, I got paid to go to Bible school. And, I, and, and, and God was growing me. God, I was learning things and, and God was doing things. And all of a sudden, after a period of time, after the 11 months, I'm working at that job. And I get a phone call. And I answer the phone. And someone asks, is Justin there? I'm like, yeah, right here. At <laughs> first I was like, no one asked for Justin. I'm not the pharmacist. And unless you want a good deal on Russell Stover's, that's the only reason you want it. It's Russell Stover's on sale. That was, be, that's, that was the extent of, of my influence. It was a pharmacy, and we had cards and all those things. I, dust, I was a great shelf duster. God calls me up, 
And he says, someone's told us about you. And we, we have a position for you. And, we, and we, we think you're the right person for this job. Well, what's the job? Well, he said, he said well, this is a uniform company. And it's in sales and, and in service and, and everything. He said, uh, we, we, would you be interested? Well, how much does it pay? <laughs> well, training is $10 an hour. And after, and after that, that'll be, you'll be do that for two weeks and, and until you learn and, and get established. And, 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 and he said, well, well, by the way, he goes, we're, we're, he goes, we're building you a route. Amen. So it's something that's never been established. We're building you a route. And I was like, okay. Didn't know that, know what that meant. So anyway, I, I, I felt like this was the right thing. So I went, I, I left, uh, I, I gave my notice at the, at the place I worked and went and started the training. And hey, $10 an hour was a, gr- a lot better than five fifty an hour. Hallelujah. I was double. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Man, I'm like rolling now. Hallelujah. I can actually get a, get a, get a meal and not be on the dollar menu. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, and so, so I start working. And, and so and after a while, he says, and the guy, the guy that trained me and then the supervisor there, the, the, one of the managers there, he said, he goes, you know, I remember when I told you we're building you a route? He goes, well, that route's almost ready. And, and we're about to start that here in a couple of weeks. And, and he goes, it's, you know, it, it's, it's going to be a good thing. Well, I started the route and, and, and it, it, first it ran about, it ran about $6,000 a week, but there was, there was more business contracts that had come through, but it was going to be about three months before they all went into play. And so I was like, okay, and that's good. Well, okay, you know, you know, six, where I worked at that time, you know, a route six thousand a week, you made seven percent, seven percent on the route, and they made a two hundred fifty dollar base. Okay, so seven percent of six thousand dollars, like that's four hundred twenty dollars plus two fifty, that's six fifty a week. Okay, that's more than ten dollars an hour a week. All right, so so, but by six months, you know, this route that they had established that they had started just for me. And the awesome thing was, it was all big accounts. I didn't have a lot of little accounts. It was all big. I, my accounts were, some of them were $2,000 a piece or, or $3,000 a piece, $5,000 a piece. You know, and, and so it was, like, it was like, it was the best route that you could have. In a matter of six months, my route was running 14, almost 13 to 14,000 a week. Amen. So I was making 7% of 13 to 14,000 a week. 13,000 a week, that's $910 a week, plus a $250 base, and whatever I sold, I made four to one. And I was 21 years of age, making almost $60,000 a year. It's called called trusting God. It's called being obedient. It's called allowing, staying faithful. It's called allowing the blessing to make room for you. Stayed at that position. It's interesting. All those contracts I had on that job, on all those places, they all had five-year contracts. You know what? The Lord released me after five years. The Lord said, move to Texas. Had a two-story house, two, almost two acres of land. Making good money. Could have gone up and been regular sales, making 150000 a year. And the Lord said, I want you to quit your job, sell your house, and move to Texas. So I went from having my own house to sharing a bedroom with another guy. Came to work part-time in the ministry making seven fifty an hour. <laughs> but, uh, but, this, but when you when you aren't worried and focusing on the curse, yes. which is man 
and you choose to focus on the blessing, which is God, he'll increase you more and more. You know, I don't have time to turn there for the sake of time, but in Genesis 1, this is where God started it all. Genesis 1, 26, 27, and 8, when God created man, what did he do? He said he blessed them. He empowered them. Now, let me tell you this definition of the blessing. What is the blessing? The blessing is, you could call it the anointing, or you could call it, it's the power on you that gives you the ability to increase, succeed, and overcome. What is the blessing? The blessing is the anointing. It is the power on you that gives you the ability to increase, succeed, and overcome. I declare every person at Heritage of Faith is blessed. I declare every business of Heritage of Faith is blessed. I declare every employer that employs someone at Heritage of Faith is blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The blessing isn't wisdom. The blessing isn't money. The blessing isn't position. The blessing isn't, um, hallelujah. The blessing, but the blessing is power in the presence that produces the wisdom, that produces the position, that produces the increase. Genesis 9-1, we see God blessed Noah. And what did he do? He increased and he multiplied him. Genesis 12, God blessed Abraham. Let's go to Galatians 3 and I'll close with this. Hallelujah. Galatians 3. Hallelujah. Galatians 3, verse 13. Now, Christ has redeemed us from the curse. What's another thing of curse? Man's way. When God cursed the ground and he cursed, put, had a curse on Adam and Eve, what he did now, they had to work to see their increase. Christ had redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham... Why was he made a curse for us? Why did he take on the curse? Why did he take on man's way of doing things? So that the blessing, so that the blessing of Abraham, not a blessing of Abraham, the blessing. See, there's a difference between the blessing and a blessing. The blessing is the empowerment. The blessing is the anointing. The blessing is the grace. The blessing is the power. That produces blessings. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That the blessing of Abraham. That the blessing of Abraham. We, we've been talking about what the, the, the blessing of Abraham, the blessing of Isaac, and the blessing of Jacob. So the blessing of Abraham. That same blessing that made him rich. That same blessing that increased him. That same blessing that caused him to overcome. That same blessing that provided the ram. That same blessing that gave him wisdom. That same blessing, blessing that caused him to be unselfish. That same blessing that caused him to be a worshiper. That same blessing that caused him to be hospitable. 
Hallelujah. That same blessing is on you because of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That same blessing is on you because of Jesus. That same blessing is on you because of Jesus. Because of Jesus, he puts you in a new class of living. Because of Jesus, he puts you in a whole new realm of living. Hallelujah. That we look to Jesus. We look to him. We look to him as the author and the finisher of our faith. We're not looking to man to be our source. We're looking at Jesus being the one that's directing us, the one that's guiding us. Hallelujah. The blessing is on you. The blessing is on you because Jesus is in you. Hallelujah. 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 Man, think, think about the blessing that's on Abraham because of Jesus. That same blessing is on you. Hallelujah. So, no, you, you don't, no longer have a right saying, I just barely get by. You don't, I, I, can't, I can never make it. I can never get ahead. Stop saying those things. Jesus provided access to the blessing for every single one of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, just, if you receive that, just lift your hands and say, I receive it. Just stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. 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 Just start thanking him for the blessing. Start thanking him for the blessing. Hallelujah. Thank him for the blessing. Hallelujah. Thank him for Jesus. Thank him for Jesus that, that gave us access to the blessing. Hallelujah. Thank you for Jesus that gave us access to the blessing. Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah, that we're increasing more and more because of the blessing. Hallelujah, we have wisdom because of the blessing. Hallelujah, doors are opening because of the blessing. Hallelujah, hallelujah, things, hallelujah, things are increasing in our lives because of the blessing. Hallelujah, where we work is increasing because of the blessing. You're opening doors because of the blessing. Hallelujah, the blessing, the blessing is on us. The blessing is on us because of Jesus. The blessing is on us. The blessing is on us. Hallelujah. The blessing is on our workplace. The blessing is on our church. The blessing is on our community. The blessing is on the United States of America. The blessing is on and on our communities. The blessing is on our police officers. The blessing is on our spouses. The blessing is on our children. The blessing, the blessing is on our children. The blessing is on our children. Hallelujah. Our, our spouses, our spouses increase. Our spouses get the best raises because of the blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you that oil prices are going up because of the blessing. Hallelujah. I thank you certain stocks are going up because of the blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 The unemployment rate is going down. Hallelujah. Because of the blessing. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The blessing. The blessing. The blessing. The blessing. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to encourage you to come up in your thinking. Come up in your thinking. Hallelujah. 
that the blessing's working in your life. Hallelujah. 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 Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. I, I just got a, just a picture of this. The Bible says every joint supplies. Hallelujah. Every joint supplies. That means, that means that you've been given a blessing and I've been given a blessing. You've been given a strength. I've been given a strength. Hallelujah. And when we operate, that supply that we have is releasing every joint supplies. That means when you get into your place, hallelujah, that blessing will be the supply that's needed everywhere you go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when you release your supply, when you release your supply, you will see an increase in other areas of your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. I just sent there's those here in this within this church, that you have a supply for this church body. And we're needing the blessing that's on your life. And when you get into place and you get into that right position, hallelujah, just as, as, as Joseph was in the right position. See, a lot of times people look at Joseph, the position that Joseph was in was, was a place of failure. But you have to realize that Joseph was made second in charge of Egypt. He was put in that position to save the world. Because there was a famine in the land. And Joseph was the, was the heart that heard and the voice that spoke God's vision. And the vision was there'll be seven fat years and there'll be seven lean years. So he had the wisdom because he had the blessing. And that wisdom showed him what to do in the seven fat years to save for the seven lean years. Not just for his life, but for a whole nation's life. So the blessing that was on him was to bring him to a place to change other people's lives. So so when you get into your place and that blessing goes to work, not only increase where you are, increase the church you're a part of, the business you're a part of, but also be saving other people's lives. So find your place. And release the blessing. Do you receive that? Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Father. Oh, God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, turn to your neighbor, give them a high five and say, thank you for the blessing. Look to the other side and say, the blessing's on you. Hallelujah, God is good. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. God is faithful. We can go, be, go and be seated. We receive that word tonight. Amen. Amen. Man, I love when God brings the, brings, the, brings the word out. Amen. When the, teacher, when, when the teacher of the Holy Spirit teaches. Amen. He does a lot better than I can do any day.